So long, Dominic Delvani. It's time for Benedettiville. KPCALP in Petaluma, California on 103.3 FM, also streaming live on the internet at kpca.fm. And uh, my name is Gio Benedetti, and I'm bringing you Benedettiville Small Town Adventures, one hour of complete tomfoolery shenanigans and um, family-friendly entertainment. Um, today, you guys, I think Rocco's going to stop by. Rocco's been having all kinds of holiday adventures. We're going to talk about those. We- this happens every time. I really start to kind of wax poetic, and it's just warm and lovely holiday musings. And uh, my producer, Dave, just totally sleeps on the job. It doesn't give me the backing track of the story music that I so desperately desire. So let's see if we can, if you guys all out there in Radioland yell at the same time for Dave, I think you'll be able to wake him up, and we'll be able to get that story music. Okay, I'll count of three. One, two, three. Wake up, Dave! Dave, wake up and give me the story music. Okay, bud. Let's see if it's going to... Oh, see? Doesn't everything feel more like there's chestnuts roasting on an open fire now? Thanks, Dave. You got it, bud. Well, Dave is a chronic snoozer, so we'll see if we can keep him up the rest of the other show. What was I saying? Wait, a Rocco. Rocco's going to come by. He's got some holiday adventures. And I just came... And this is no joke, actually. This is a real deal small town adventure that I just came from. Gingerbread house making. And this is not like gingerbread house making like you go buy a kit at the store. This is gingerbread house making, the likes of which, ladies and gentlemen, you have never seen before. There is a magical lady in this very town by the name of Barb Morrison. And Barb and her team of gingerbread angels make gingerbread houses, bazillions of them, 
and then they collect candy, and I think they must collect candy from, I don't know, all the four corners of the earth? Mountains of candy. Candy as far as the eye can see. And then there's bags of frosting, and you get a bag of frosting, which is your glue, and the glue tastes like sugar. So even if you spill glue everywhere, it's just a bonus. And then you get to design your own decorations for these delicious handmade with Jolly Rancher window gingerbread houses. And I just came from there. So if I'm a little scattered, and if I don't uh, really know what's happening, and I kind of just forget what I'm talking about, it's not, um, well, it might be kind of normal, but it's also, I'm going to blame it on the excess sugar, okay? Thanks. So thanks, Bob, for the gingerbread houses. The girls and Jenny are there right now. They're still building gingerbread houses. Um, I got kicked out for smearing um, the frosting all over myself and then just rolling around in piles of candy. And then I was running around being like, I'm a walking gingerbread house, look at me. And that was frowned upon by the powers that be. And I don't blame them one bit. Weird things happen if you have too much candy, you guys. So they, they kicked me out, fair and square. Uh, luckily, it's raining, so on the walk over here, I was able to uh, rinse most of the frosting off. And now, it's time for the radio show. Oh, and would you look at that? There's a light on. It's the sponsor light. It's time for a word from our sponsors, folks. Uh, this is another new sponsor. The holiday season brings out all kinds of new sponsors here at Benedettiville Small Town Adventures. So let's see what we got going here. We're going to go to the sponsors, and we'll be right back in the studio after that. Uh, Dave, go ahead and, and send it to the sponsors, buddy. Do your thing. Okay, Jill.
candles. Well, that was a lovely, lovely word from our new sponsor, candles. Um, do you guys like candles during the winter season? We started lighting candles uh, around the dinner table, and there is something absolutely wonderful and beautiful about lighting some candles. You know, they flicker around. You can kind of, I mean, goodness gracious, you can play games with candles around the dinner table forever. And then, one of the best parts is that you can get everybody to argue about who gets to blow them out. And then, if you're really lucky, you can have a huge fight about who got to blow them out and on what night they got to blow them out versus when you got to blow them out. Oh, man. It is a gift that keeps on giving. But that was nice to hear from the candles themselves. Um, yeah, maybe. Because, you know, you can't really have a fire in the fireplace during the summer because that would be too warm. But you could have candles. Like, you could just light the candles all through the summer. That's not going to be too warm. Just keep an eye on them. Like they said. Uh, let's see. I think we're uh, fast approaching the next segment of our Benedettiville Small Town Adventures. And I believe this next segment has something to do uh, with the club. Oh my goodness, Dave's giving me the high sign. He says that uh, everything that just happened on the air over the last 30 seconds, none of it worked. He says technical failure. So I guess I'm going to have to roll through that theme one more time. Okay, here we go. Did that one work, Dave? Sure did, bud. Okay, good. That one worked. Good. Dave, I think you let it roll into the next track. That's not okay. Sorry. It's all right. It's the holiday season. So, you guys, Ben and Daddyville Book Club, we are just, it is, you may have noticed, it's raining outside. And when it's raining outside, we combine not just the Benedettiville Book Club, but another segment here at that we like to call. Things to do when you're stuck inside. Hey, guess what a cool thing to do is when you're stuck inside? Read a book. What book should I read, Jill? I don't read books. I don't know what books to read. Well, you know what? I'm really glad that you tuned in because you're stuck inside, you don't know what to do, and you're wondering what books to read. Luckily for you, we have a thing called the... It's called the Benedettiville Book Club. Is it a real book club? Kind of. You know, we, we like to read books and we'll tell you about them right now at home. Um, we just were able to... Um, oh, man. You guys ever go to the library and want a book, but it's not there? Yeah, it happens to the best of them. Happens to everybody. The cool thing is that if you ask the library to hold on to those books for you when they're available, and when it's your turn, those books will be available to you. And so we had to do that with the Hilda books. You guys know Luke Pearson? Luke Pearson draws and writes these really fun books about a girl named Hilda and her mom and their little pet, like, snow fox reindeer creature. And they have crazy magical adventures and troll land is right there around the corner. They just turned it into a cartoon also. But the books are really fantastic, and we just got a whole mess of them from the library. And they're, they're good. I'm not going to lie. I was trying to clean up the room today, the living room today, and I picked one of the books that was on the couch, and I picked it up. I was just going to move it, but guess what? Did you guess? I'm going to give you two more seconds to guess. One, two. 
did you guess that when I tried to move it, I opened it up and then kept reading it until I finished it? Because if you guessed that, you were exactly right. And if you guessed that, and you call in right now to 707-981-7577, I will give you, um, what will I give you? I'll give you a high five, an on-the-air high five. It sounds like this. That's not a clap. That was an on-the-air high five. But that's only if you guessed it and if you call in right now at 707-981-7577. Because that's exactly what happened. That's how good they are. There's another really cool winter book. When wintertime comes around and we bring out all of our winter decorations and Christmas stuff, there's a whole mess of books in our bin, and we put them all up, and we get to read the Christmas books. And one of them is called Under Snow, Over Snow, Under Snow. I'm not getting that exactly right. Quite a lovely book. Emmy really likes it, so we read that. That's kind of Emmy's pick right now. Stella's pick is a little bit of the uh, Hilda. And Jenny and I have picks too, but yeah, Ben Dayville Book Club is really not about the books that we're reading. But it is about that sweet theme song. I'm not going to play it again because we already played it three times. I think that's the maximum. Dave's, yeah, Dave's giving me the sizes, holding up the number three in his fingers. So remember, if you're stuck inside, all kinds of fun things to do, especially if you're reading books and you've got uh, Hilda or a book about things that are either above or below the snow. I don't know what it's called. I should look these things up before I start talking about them. Anyway, you need any more things to do when you're stuck inside? If you need more ideas on what to do if you're stuck inside, let us know. Um, you know something else that we really like around here? We like games, and I've got a, a fun little segment that we created about games, and I think we're going to play it for you right now. Lazy brutes. I need games. My name is Mortimer T. Glub, and Glub Games is my business. We make the biggest, loudest, most expensive games you can buy. I want games with a million parts. I want kids to lose the parts and have to buy the game again. I want fancy, fragile games that will break when the kids play with them and have to buy the game again. What I really want is money. Lots and lots of it. Um, I'm sorry, uh, okay, what, but don't, don't you also want fun games, good games that are, that are fun to play? Would, would you like some fun games also? Fun games? Fun games are games that make us money, and don't you forget it. When you're coming up with games for my company, I want you to use Glove's Golden Guide, it's the GGG. Number one, could it be more expensive? The more expensive the game, the more money I make. Pure and simple. Number two. Could it have more flashing lights and loud noises? The more lights and noises, the more expensive we can make it. Those things are useless, but they look fancy. And then parents get mad. They're annoying. They throw them away, and they gotta buy another game. Number three, could it be more complicated? Complicated games can have more parts, more things to lose, more things to break. The more the kids lose and break, the more money we make when they have to buy them all over again. Then number four, could it have sequels, expansion packs, anything we can do to suck the poor kids into buying more things. Also, coming up with a sequel is easier than coming up with anything original, so we're saving money while we're making money. Now, 
What do you have for me? What games can we add to the Glob Games catalog this year? You! Hey, you over there! What are you doing hiding under the table? Get out here and tell me your idea. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, well, I, I was thinking we could start a series of games called 100 Stars, and the, the first game would come with 100 small, pointy light-up stars. I like it, I like it. Lots of small pieces, lots of lights. Go on, go on. Oh, yes, yes, sir. Okay, well, the game would be that the players would use the stuff, and then who cares what the game is? We got pieces, we got lights, we can make a hundred stars part one, the solar system, a hundred stars part two, the galaxy, a hundred stars part three, deep space. We can do tie-ins with space movies. We'll make millions. Yes, sir, but the, but the game. Okay, now, I, I think that the, the way the game is played is... Oh, just you. We're done with 100 stars. On to the next idea. You over there with a big smile on your face. What's your idea? Uh, uh my idea is a, a game called Tag, sir. Talking. Okay, well, in this game, you get a group of kids, okay? And, and one kid is it, and the kid is it has to tag one of the other kids, and another kid gets tagged. That kid is it. And you just run around like crazy, and you're always, like, trying to run away from whoever's it, right? And you're trying to tag someone else because you're it, and you could do you could do it inside, you could do it outside. You Really, you could do it anywhere. How expensive is it? Oh, uh, it's free, I guess. I mean, it's, you don't buy it, you just play it. What about lights and noises? Oh. I, I guess you could, like, yell and laugh while you're playing. You know, you'll probably be laughing, but uh, it, it doesn't need any lights or any noises, really. It's just, you know, it doesn't sound complicated. Is it complicated? <laughs> no, definitely not complicated. It's just a really fun, simple game. You know, like, yeah. sequels, expansion packs, like Tag 2, The Return of Tag. Realms of Tag, expansion number seven. Backyard Tag, expansion for front yard tag. Ultimate Tag with LED taggy gloves. You don't need any of that. That's, that's crazy. Why would you do that for Tag? You don't need it. What kind of game is that? No one will ever play a game like that. Tag? It's ridiculous. A game that's free with no parts and no lights and no noises that isn't complicated. It doesn't have sequels. Get out of here. Hey, hey, what, what, what are you doing? Walking over here. What are you on about? Get that finger away from my nose! <laughs> Tag, you're it! Tag, ridiculous. All right, next idea. And this one better be expensive and complicated. <laughs> freaked out because I turned my headphones down, you guys. I didn't know what was going on anymore. But we're back. Hey, Dave, are we back? Dave. 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 Story music, Dave. Dave. Oh, man. Dave, you're really lagging over there today. Like, you're just not giving me the story music right away. Are you okay? Uh, I'm all right. Hey, Dave, you know, for me, sometimes when wintertime comes, it really affects, like, just the way that I think, the way that I feel. It's a, it's a, it's a big deal, that seasonal change. I mean, look out the window. It's dark. It's cloudy. You know? It's kind of... Uh, hey, Dave, do you...
No! Oh, sorry, sorry. All right, let's go back to the story music then. Okay, yeah. So during the winter time, ladies and gentlemen, um, really the only thing that I want to do is is curl up under a blanket and watch movies. And uh, I like movies that are like adventure movies. You know, I usually like it if, there, if somebody. In the, this is usually the criteria: it either has to be funny, or somebody has to have a sword. Or there have to be a lot of explosions. Those are usually the three things that I look for in a movie. And in the wintertime, oh man, that's all that I want. Or video games. Those are kind of the two things that I, I always want to do if I'm stuck inside. The nice thing about uh, not doing those things and having a lot of books around is that usually my books follow the exact same criteria. They're either funny, or they have a lot of swords, or explosions, or mysteries. I like mysteries too. Um, yeah, and then video games are usually an extension of all those three things at the same time. And the books tend to scratch that itch, if you know what I mean. Um, you know, uh, you may have forgotten what you're listening to, and I would hate for you to not know what station you're listening to, and I would hate for you to have to learn what station you're listening to with someone just saying it and not hearing it in beautiful four-part harmony. So, without... Further ado, let's hear the station identify itself, courtesy of the Rivertown Voices. KTCA, radio. Ah, so lovely. Um, you know what? Uh, I see there's there's a, a buddy peeking in the window here, and uh, that's my buddy Rocco. So I'm going to let Rocco get in on the mic here for a second because he's been having all kinds of holiday stuff happen for him, and I'd like for him to be able to, to get on the mic a minute. And truth be told, uh, it's my my time for a coffee break, and if I don't get coffee, I'm probably just going to pass out right here on the microphone, just like old Dave. Ain't that right, Dave? Yep, I know. All right, so I'm going to let the story music come up, and we'll see if we can get Rocco on the mic. It's Rocco Blastoris here. Um, you know, I just I wanted to tell you guys about some of the stuff that's been happening for me around the winter time. I'm not exactly like Geo. I don't need uh, movies about swords and stuff and all that video game mumbo jumbo. Nope, not me, not old Rocco. I've been having my own personal crisis over here. You know, because as the greatest bass player in the puppet land, it's uh, you know, it's, things can be a little tricky. If you're a Rocco, if you're me, and you have absolutely no earthly desires that have not yet been achieved or met. I mean, like, what do you want for Christmas if you're me? I, I'm already the greatest bass player in the Pebbleland. Done. Check that off the list. Um, I have a bass, and it's awesome. There is no greater bass, so don't need a new bass. Um, I have an amplifier, so I can crank it up super loud. That's pretty rad. Don't need a new one of those. Um, I've got a place to sleep, food to eat. I mean, really, I have perfect golden glowing hair. But like, what do you, what, I need nothing. I want for nothing. So says Rocco Blastorius in the holiday season. 
probably getting kind of down, you know, because I'm a bass player. Actually, I, I have my bass with me right now. Do you guys mind if I, like, just play while I talk? Dad, you can keep running the story music. I'm just going to groove out for a minute here while I talk. You know, it's pretty cool stuff. See if uh, we got a little groove in there. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's pretty funky. Maybe crank that story music down, Dave. Let me let me have a little spotlight here for a sec. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm just gonna like, we can fade that out. I'll just keep playing a little bit. There we go. And so like, what I'm saying is, if you play funky grooves like this, yeah, this life is good. But what about the people that don't have funky grooves? What about the places in the world that do not have a Rocco Blastorius coming to them on the radio waves. How do you bring the grooves to the people? How best to share the gift of the funk and the grooviness? Well, that's really my challenge this year. So I think, I think that in, in my holiday mission, I am going to try and figure out what to do with all of this groove that I have, you know? So, uh, well, luckily there are some people around Benedettiville that I can ask. So I'm just going to head out into Benedettiville and see where this road takes me, you know? All right. Hey, Dave, uh, see if you can follow me with the microphone. We're going to head head out and try and find some people to talk to about this. Yeah. No, Stel, I, Rocco Blastorius, I'm already, like, the greatest bass player of the Puppet Lands, and I feel like I've already got, like, everything that I want, but I'm just, I'm wondering, now that I have everything, what's, like, my Christmas wish is to know how to share my righteous bass grips. Do you, do you know how to, how I should do that? Yeah, I think there's one you could keep on doing on the radio, because, you know, like, everybody is like, you know, they're listening to the radio oh. and they're listening to your funky grooves and those yeah. kind of things like that. Cool. Another thing, you could start um, puppet lessons, like oh. puppet bass lessons. That's a great idea. You're very yeah. clever. Thanks. No, thank you. Uh, hey, um, well, I, I'm going to ask some other people, too, but that okay. is some really great advice. Yep. Thanks a bunch, Stel. You're welcome. I'll see you around. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Okay, bye. child. I mean, what do they say? They say, uh, if you need really wise advice, then maybe ask a kiddo. Isn't that a saying? Do you guys have a saying like that? You should have a saying like that if you don't. That's a really good saying. Um, well, that's a good idea, Stel. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about, I mean, I'm on the radio now. We could share some more bass grooves now, but the question still burns in my mind. So, I think it's time to ask somebody else. Let's go see if we can find Someone else to ask this question of. Yeah, let's go. Let's check it out. Let's see. Hello. 
like blue eyes. Well, that's beautiful. Let me see your eyes. Whoa, yours are beautiful. Brownish, goldish, greenish. I love it. Hey, um, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Um, well, like, you know me, right? And I've got my bass, and I do sweet, funky bass cruise all the time, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't even want anything for Christmas. Cause, whoa. I don't even want anything for Christmas because, like, I have everything that I could ever want or need. But I would love to be able to share my funky grooves. So, like, how do you think I should do it? That's what I don't. That's well, what I want. Well, you're Christmas. on the radio, right? Doing puppet shows, right? Well, yeah. I'm like, we'll be on the radio right now with this. So maybe that's how you appreciate it. Like playing funky grooves on the radio? Mm-hmm. Sure. Do you, do you think there's any other way I can share more funky grooves? Yeah. What do you think? Well, if you're doing puppet shows. Yeah, I do. Then you could share funky grooves with everyone. Yeah, that's a good idea, too. Like, bring, like, um, you mean like the Benedettiville Puppet Theater? Yeah. Yeah, and do, like, funky bass grooves there. Uh-huh. That's a great idea, too. Oh, uh, thanks for the help there, Emmy. I'll talk to you later, okay? Okay. All right, so long. Goodbye. Mwah. Goodbye. Nice to see you, Waka. Nice to see you, Adam. Bye. Oh, these kids with all their great, helpful advice. They're like, play bass, do puppet shows. Like, I feel like I'm doing that. I wonder if there's more that I can do with my bassy, funky group to bring the holiday season together and to, like, have people, like, be super stoked on the electric bass, the greatest instrument of all time. I mean, really. Uh, you know what they say. They say that Beethoven would have played electric bass if it had been invented. You know, that would have been his instrument of choice. There's a lot of stuff in his letters and his writings where he, he talks about, but he, like, was a long time ago, so he would say it in a different way. Would, but his letters say things like, Oh, I doth wish that there was some instrumenteth that had only four strings and was as funky as funky could be. You know, and that's, that's translated from the German, so that might, uh, might be a little strange there. But, um, you know. Fully, that's like what he was. That's what he said. I'm not making that up. Um, but let's see if we can find someone else to talk to about this. I bet there's someone else out here that we can we can find that's got some cool things to say about maybe what I could do with my group. Oh, there's there's our neighbor Leah. Let's go check in with Leah. Leah's got some good things to say. Hold on a second. How's it going? Good. Hey, Leah, I thought maybe you could help me. I'm having some problems this holiday season. I don't know. Now that I've got everything that I could ever ask for, the funkiest grooves of all time, what what should I do? How can I share the grooves with the world? What should I do, do you think? Do you have any ideas for me? You could. Hmm. It's a tricky one, right? Okay, let me tell you my plan. My plan is maybe I'll go all the way to the North Pole and I'm going to ask Santa himself. Because I bet he would know, right? He's like the king of the gifts. True. You think I should do it? Yeah. Uh, do you want to go to the North Pole with me? 
You do? Do you have, like, really, really warm clothes? Mm, yeah, I am. Sometimes they're super burning hot. I could barely hear that over here. You like said that to the window. <laughs> so Leah, you seriously think you could go to the North Pole with me? Mm, yeah. Do you have a lot of snacks you could bring? I can't use fly by myself, but I could ask my mom if she could make some. Yeah, she's gonna have to make a lot because. From everybody that I've talked to, it seems like it's pretty far away. Do you think it's far away? Like, how many hours do you think it would take us to get there? Like, more than an hour? Probably. Yeah? Like, maybe two hours? Yeah. Maybe longer? How long do you think it would take to get to the North Pole? 50 hours. 50 hours is a pretty good guess. That's a long time. Do you think we'll be able to make it 50 hours? Yeah, I don't even have a car, so we're probably going to have to walk, you know? Yeah. Are you ready to walk 50 hours with me? Yeah. All the way to the North Pole. Mm-hmm. It's going to get cold. Uh-huh. There might be wolves. Oh, because wolves are kind of nice. Well, that's good. As long as they're not, like, going to try and eat you or me. And we're going to need... That's okay. I'll get you away from them. Thank you. Yeah, Leah, you'd be like a good North Pole buddy. Thanks a bunch. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to ask around some more, but uh, thanks so much for the help. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know uh, if I need help before we go. Okay. Okay, see you later. check in with like Leah's uh, mom and dad see if it's cool if she goes to the North Pole with me because I think really what I need to do is really like get all the way there and then check in with uh, the king of gifts himself Santa Claus so um, ladies and gentlemen of Dennyville that's what I'm going to do and while I uh, kind of check in with Leah's parents to see if they have some snacks for me and if Leah can do the 50 hour trip um, maybe oh yeah I think we might have to go to a commercial break and do, like, the station ID and all that stuff. So, um, maybe we'll do that. And, uh, yeah, maybe I'll figure out how to bring my gift of funky bass lines, like, to the world in the best way possible. So, uh, you'll, you'll hear about the adventures here, folks. And in the meantime, uh, Dave, why don't you tell them what station they're listening to out there? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll see you guys in a little bit. To be continued after the commercial break. You're listening to Ben and KPCA. FM. Well, hey, hey there, everybody.
everybody. My name's Ned, and I'm the maker of Ned's Knob. It's that time of the season where finally, after a whole year of everyone ignoring the most delicious, nutmeggy, creamy, sweet, eggy, frothy, delectable beverage that is eggnog, people drink nog again. Well, my nog is the best nog that has ever nogged. It's better, it's creamier, sweeter, frothier, eggier, and nutmeggier than any other nog that you have ever tried. Lots of folks ask me, Ned, what in the world is eggnog? Well, I don't know what to tell you, because I really, I have no idea what it is. I have a machine at home, back, way, way, way back, far in the backyard, past the chicken coop, down the old worn trail, deep into the woods, in the little shack that my great-great-grandfather had. He's got this machine, right, and it's all bolts and wires and tubes and levers and buttons and dials and chimneys and all the rest of it, and there's a big opening that just says, A. So what I do is I walk out to the chicken coop and I collect all the eggs and I take them out to the machine and I just dump them in the opening where it says eggs, you know. And, oh, then I pull the big old lever and it takes two hands to pull it and the whole thing starts up and it makes a ruckus miles around. Good thing we live way out in the country. But after about 20 minutes, I've got a giant tank full of real tasty eggnog. And that's how it works. And I have no idea what's in it other than eggs. Well, sure does taste good. Now, I know this story doesn't seem very helpful. And if you're trying to make your own eggnog, well, I am real sorry that I'm going to be absolutely no help whatsoever. But, you know, really, what is eggnog anyway? What is nog? How can you... Who ever heard of anything else called nog? If you can have eggnog, can you make nog with anything else other than eggs? Well, I'll tell you what. I tried it one time. Instead of putting eggs in that big place in the machine, I tried putting some pancakes in there. Because I thought, oh, pancake nog, that sounds really good. So I put pancakes in there, and I, I thought it would be so tasty. And I pulled the lever down, and oh, boy, did it make a ruckus. But, <laughs> oh, whoa, holy cow. I would never, ever do that again. What a mess. So, suffice it to say, I think eggnog is the only kind of nog that you get. No pancake nog this year. Yeah. Well, where was that? Oh, yeah. Ned's Nog. We make the best nog. I don't know how we make it, but we do look for it at all of the very best nog sellers. Ned's Nog. My dad was named Ned, and his dad was Ned, and his dad was Ned also. His dad, Ned's. All Ned's. And that's why we call it Ned's Nog. It's the best nog that ever nogged. Happy holidays. Have fun drinking that nog. that there might be another kind of nog until dude brought that up, but man, that'd be cool if there was other kinds of nog. What else could you make nog out of? Maybe eggs and nog are, like, go together. Anyway, uh, let's, uh, let's like some, just some, like, maybe some, yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah. 
But you know, like like Stella and uh, Emmy were talking about, I do have this radio show, so that's like a cool way for me to bring funky bass lines out to the world. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm like trying to make good on that idea. But it's also time for me to hit the dusty trail and start making my way towards the North Pole. So uh, I'm going to do that, and it's going to be, um, you know, it's going to be a long trip. What did what did they say? Like 50 hours. So that's, that's a long time. So uh, I think that while I'm making my way out and about, we should probably just play some of that story music to show you how far I am traveling. And uh, rest assured, I'll bring my bass with me, and uh, we'll just see where this... See how the... Have you guys ever gone to North Pole? Probably a long way. Anyway, uh, as long as I keep going north, I guess I'm going to get there, right? <laughs> Hope so. All right. So long, better Daddy Bell. Gonna make my way. Heading out. great baseline that you have there. I will let you ride the bus as far north as my line goes, but then you're gonna have to get off. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's super cool. That's not a problem at all, dude. I'm gonna just, oh, yeah. Is that funky enough for you, bus driver? Oh, that is funky enough for me, my little strange blue puppet passenger. You may get on my bus. Uh, but you may not sit in the seat. You'll have to sit up here on the dashboard over by me. Oh, but I was like, damn, that's like not a problem at all. I'm a puppet. I fit anywhere, really. Yeah. So, uh, let's do it. Onward and forward, bruh. Very, very small. 
under a uh, fretless jazz bass because I'm lifting everywhere that I go. Because, you know, it's my act, it's what I do, I rock on it. Um, what's your name, dude? How are you doing? You look a little long in the place. Well, I reckon I ain't never seen you before. My name's David Davidson, son of David, and also my name's David. And of course, Rocco was like, Well, dude, uh, I, I remember you. Uh, or I don't know I remember you. I've got a buddy named Dave back home. He's the producer of a radio show. He falls asleep all the time. You fall asleep all the time? Uh, no. No, I don't. Yeah, you know, I just, uh, I get a little beat down by the wintertime. I like to do the camping and the smoke comes in. Sometimes I just get a little bored. Just sitting around. Nothing to do but sit around and drink coffee. Oh, but yeah, drinking coffee is not at all. It's not bad, but sometimes I just wish there was something around that could lift my spirit. Yeah, lift my spirit and my spirit. You know what I mean? Lift your heels, and then get in your groove on, and then busting the move, and then dancing, and then throwing down on the funk train with the dance floor. I have absolutely no idea what you just said to me, but if you're wondering if I kick up my heels, I mean, something to lighten my spirits and dance with him. I suppose you're right. That's like, that's like, dude, I can, hold on a second, hold on a second. Cut the story music. It is time to give this dude some, like, serious funk jam. All right? Let's try this. Maybe, maybe you like this one. And as the baseline carried them both away, that farmer got up and those cowboy boots beat time to the country base group across the tile floor of that coffee shop. And he did whoop and holler. He was so happy, clicking the heels of those cowboy boots together and dancing up a door, ladies and gentlemen, like you have never seen before, and it was infectious. Once that bass group got into everybody's ear, oh, it was not just the old time. Stolen from cowboy was no siree. The entire cafe was on their feet, dancing do si do. Any move that they knew, they were making it. On the dance floor, coffee was flowing like water, and everybody was having the time of their yeah. How about that, dude? Does that, that get you moving, bro? Yeah, I'll bet it did. That was pretty funky, eh? Well, sir, that was a mighty bit funkier than we are used to with these parts, but that, well, that did my heart good. I think I'll be able to face the rest of this wintry, cold, and greater season with a smile upon my face, thanks to that amazing music that you did display for us. 
What a great room, as, uh, as you do say. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Little uh, Yellow-Haired uh, Blue-Eyed Puppet Man.
there, but luckily Rocco had his nice blue fur to keep him warm and toasty. And uh, there wasn't much around. You know, they had dropped off the hay at a farm, and the only thing around was a, a little roadside truck stop. And that's where um, Rocco had been dropped off. And he went inside, and they had all kinds of things in there. You could buy a TV radio. You could buy a, a coffee mug that was as big as a, a wine barrel. So there was a little spot in the back where you could sit at the counter, and you could order some playing power tonight, but can you know, like, help people out, you know what I mean? You know, how my gift can keep on giving, as they say. Uh, how do you do? Cafe for the time being. 
I think he'll make it to the North Pole maybe next week, and we'll see what happens. See what the old Santa Claus has to say about spreading his gift around. Because, as uh, as you may see from the, the time, from the clock on the wall, and from the music that seems to be fading its way in, we have reached the end of yet another hour of the Benedettiville Small Town Adventures Radio Hour. Thank you guys so much for joining me and Rocco. And you heard the voices of Stella and Emmeline and our neighbor Leah there. Rocco was talking to them earlier. And we'd like to thank our sponsors. We'd like to thank Ned's Nog. I love eggnog. I'm going to look for Ned's Nog. I don't know where they sell it, but it sounds really good. We'd like to thank Candles, a sponsor for the Benedettiville Small Town Adventures Radio Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, we have not just a website, we also have an email address and a physical mailing address. And I'm going to give you all that information right now. So get a pen, get ready. Here we go. Benedettiville.com. B-E-N-E-D-E-T-T-I-V-I-L-L-E. Benedettiville. I can't even sing the song and spell it right. Good luck. You can send us email, mail at Benedettiville.com. And the mailing address is P.O. Box 336 at the Mail Depot on 4th Street in Petaluma, address number 40 on 4th Street, Petaluma, California, 94952. Happy holidays, everybody. Have a great time out there, and uh, we'll see you next week.